that's how you do it. You come up with your own extra projects and as long as they succeed, then you share them with other people. And that's how you get the experience. That's how you get the exposure. That's how you get the visibility. You write presentations about whatever succeeded, some new method or or something like that. Write a presentation, make it shine, and you'll shine. So come up with your own extra projects and stop asking for permission unless you absolutely need it. Welcome to Management Material. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan. I started my career at the bottom as an assistant and worked my way up to become the boss's boss in eight years. And man, I love management. If there's anything I've learned, it's that what got you to where you are now won't get you to where you want to be. This is a podcast for top performers who also want to be amazing managers. I've coached lots of talented people into their dream jobs as managers. I challenge the way they see the world and say what they don't necessarily want to hear. You see, management is all about leadership. The best managers were leaders long before they had any direct reports. Management material is all about getting you from where you are now to that coveted seat in the corner office. Let's turn you into management material. Welcome to Management Material, episode 23, Come Up With Your Own Extra Projects. I just got finished talking to dozens and dozens of people who want to become managers. I'm doing customer interviews or or interviews with people to build up my group coaching program for people who want to become managers. And so I needed to know what people were struggling with and where they found themselves, what they were stuck on, what experiences they had, what kind of coaching they preferred, what kind of program would fit them, et cetera, et cetera. So I've been doing all of that work in the background here, talking to dozens and dozens of people. And if you want to be one of those people I contact, I talk to, if you want to become a manager and you want to make sure that the program I create, the coaching program I create will be for you and actually help you, then please reach out to me. I, you know, pop in, go to safersuit.com, just book one of those complimentary consultations. And in the questions, just say, I want to be interviewed for that group, that aspiring managers group coaching program. Then I'll make sure that as it's being created, and I'm launching it while it's being created, as it's being created, it will be for you. So anyway, so I've been interviewing a lot of people. And one thing that I'm hearing over and over and over and over again by people who want to become managers, and one one lady was in tears telling me this, is, uh, is that she had you know a manager who was so involved and so micromanagey that she wasn't trusted with any extra projects. She was not given the opportunities to grow. She wasn't, you know, she was kept down in her own position and not trusted and not uh, given an opportunity to grow and to learn the techniques and learn the skills that a manager would learn. I heard this over and over and over and over again. And I, I just want to tell you that you are not... It doesn't actually matter what company you're in. 
um, and what you think the power structure is, but you are not kept to your boss's personality or your boss's whims. You don't have to only get the projects that your boss gives you. You don't have to be limited by what your boss wants you to do. You work for an entire company. You are working for the company's good. Don't be limited to your crappy boss. So come up with your own projects. Do them anyway. Don't even tell your boss. If you have extra time or you want to work extra, don't let your boss limit you. Network. And by that, I just mean talk to people in other departments. Lend your hand. Don't get approval from your micromanaging boss. Don't tell your boss until it's finished. Say, oh yeah, I was working on this project with that other person. And I did help them with X, Y, and Z. Yeah, isn't that great? Oh, sorry, did I forget to mention that? You don't need your boss's approval to help other people in the company, do you? No, no. You are your own agent. You are there to improve the company's bottom line most of the time, right? Um, I can't think of another reason for having an employee except for like maybe auditing or compliance, but you are there to help the company succeed. That is your primary goal. That is your focus. So as somebody who's going to be a future manager, I'm here to tell you to take back your agency. Come up with your own extra projects. Be the person that gets hired into management because you have the initiative. You have the direction. You have the drive. You are a giver. You don't need to impress people. You're just there to help people. So go forth and find those projects. If your boss is giving you grief, escalate it. I bet their boss does, you know, will back you up. Their boss will say, wait, you're upset because your employee was helping someone else when they had time and what you didn't want them to help. Come on, come on. Who's going to say that? And if people in your company are saying that it might not be the right company for you. So here, here's how you come up. Here's how you find your own extra projects. And I'm thinking of people in finance, in marketing, in product, in content, in QA, in software engineering, in, I mean, you name it, in design, in videography, in IT. I mean, you name it, you can do it. All right. It doesn't really matter what department you're in. Here's how you do it. You think about what direction you're heading. Where do you want to be a manager? Do you want to be a manager in your department? Do you want to transition to a different department? Do you, where do you want to be? Target it. Then figure out who do you need to impress to get there? Okay. So now you're thinking of a person in, in the department, in the place you want to land. What projects could you do for them? What would help them? Get to know them, get to know their goals, get to know what they're trying to do. What are they championing championing at the company? You'll only find out in conversation. You're only going to learn this when you learn about them 
and who they are directly from them. So go, you know, if you're remote right now, schedule a Zoom meeting and here's your purpose. I'm interested to learn about your department. I would like to know what you do. I would like to know what it's like working for you. Yes, I know you don't have a position open right now. And I'd like to learn what you value, what you're trying to do, the initiatives you're championing, and I'd like to know how to support you. If you have a supportive boss, then maybe, you know, he or she can find stuff like this out for you, but try to come up with it yourself because chances are your boss doesn't care. The only person who's going to care about your career, really care, is you. Maybe if you have an excellent boss, they'll care. But the number one person who is championing your career is you. So go find that person, figure out what projects you can do to help them, and then also go a step farther. So you're helping them. Then craft around it a presentation and some communication. Because I'll tell you what, getting to that next step is half excellent work and half presentation. Make it shine and you'll shine. If you want to be a people manager and you're currently struggling with a micromanaging or misguided manager or no recognition or visibility for the amazing work you're doing, you're unsure of your next step. Maybe you don't know how to network while remote or you don't know your blind spots. You don't know what's holding you back or you have a lack of confidence. Check out Aspiring Managers Group Coaching. We're starting a group just for people who are working to become people managers and need some guidance or mentoring to get there. Your manager isn't going to give it to you. You've tried. This group is called Aspiring Managers Group Coaching, and it's by application only. We only accept people we know we can help. If you're someone who has the drive to become a people manager, you're stuck and need some help figuring out your blind spots, apply now. My goal is to get the right people into management positions, people who care about people and will really make a difference in corporate America. If you're someone who needs to build confidence, communication skills, learn more and apply now at saverstreet.com backslash AMGC. That's saverstreet.com backslash AMGC. So one, one of the objections people come up is they'll come up and say, I don't have time. I don't have time for extra projects. My boss keeps me so busy. So make time. <laughs> Easier said than done, right? No, but really look at your look at your meetings. Which meetings do you have to be at and which meetings can you excuse yourself from? What projects can you complete and what projects, you know, can linger on? What projects, you know, when are your deadlines? How, what can you delegate, if at all? I know this comes, it might sound like a a privileged place to be uh, talking about delegation, but oftentimes you can delegate and not all these things are going to apply to you. When I was an assistant, what I did was I standardized a lot of different processes so that I could have time back in my schedule and uh, start working on projects that would get me to my next step. When I was a project manager, oh my goodness, I ended up getting more and more and more and more projects because people saw that I had the time to take on special projects. If that is happening to you, 
then you have to talk to your boss and limit it and say, no, I'd like 10% of my time, five, 10, pick the percentage of your time for growth projects, for projects that are going to stretch me. I'd like to be the most excellent project manager out there, not the one with the heaviest workload, but the most excellent one that puts a, a mark on this department and helps everyone be better, not just me. So I'd like that time to focus on other projects. If your boss is not very receptive to that, then talk to their boss because I bet you their boss is going to be receptive, but don't go over her head. Okay. Tell her, you know what? I'd really love to talk to your boss about this. Do you mind facilitating a meeting? I'd like to figure, I have some ideas for how to make our department a little bit more efficient, productive, and, you know, et et cetera, et cetera. Um, So actually come with your ideas if you're going to do that. Um, So, you know, so if you don't have the time, you have to make the time. And if, think about how, how much you really want to go and, and get ahead. If you're currently working 40, 45 hours a week and an extra project or two is going to take another five or 10 hours a week, that might weigh the scales a little too far in, in time spent in the office or time spent at work. Think about how much it's worth it to you and then weigh those scales. Do you want to do this or not? What are your priorities? How are you going to make the time? Are you going to take the time away from your personal life? Or are you going to take the time away from different projects at work? Or are you going to make the projects at work more efficient? Or are you going to delegate? What are you going to do? So that's how to tackle not having the time. Now let's say you have an uncooperative boss. Yep, I said it. A boss who really wants to keep you in this role. Well, this is a tough one because the, all of the advice out there is go find a boss who will support you. Maybe 50% and that is being generous. 50% of bosses will support you. The rest are just trying to do their jobs and are misplaced where they are. They're not good managers and they may or may not support you. So if you have one of these unsupportive managers, don't try to change them. But try to understand how to, how to sweeten the deal for them. What, what makes them tick? How are you going to make them look good? How are you going to make this good for them? And then propose it that way. I would like to do a project for X, Y, and Z. I, I will involve you in it at the end or maybe not involve you in it. I'd like to make sure that this manager knows what a great manager you are. I mean, don't lie, but, um, you know, it's going to look good for our department. It's going to look good for our area. It'll tie our two teams together. Silos in an organization are usually never a good thing. So managers are on the lookout for uh, breaking down barriers and silos where they occur If your mission is to break down barriers and silos, that might coincide with the company's mission. Now that's another tactic. Make sure that you are keeping in mind the company's strategy. If your proposed project to your boss, and again, you don't have to tell your boss you're doing it until it's done. But if if your boss needs to know, if you're working for one of those and you feel like you could get fired for doing something for another 
department without your boss's uh, written approval, then make sure it's within the company's stated strategy and some of their communication. Take that language and use that with your boss. Say, I'm trying to fulfill X, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do X, Y, and Z as stated by our company's strategy. And it is, you know, it, it's going to help us do, you know, whatever their mission or their focus or whatever goals they're trying to achieve are. So state it in those terms and your boss might just let you do it. All right. So those, those are a couple ways to get the permission, to get the time, to get the opportunity to do projects for, for other people. Now, I honestly, it didn't really matter what role I was in. I just kind of took the initiative and did it. I didn't ask anyone's permission. I didn't care who signed off on it. I almost kept it a secret until it was done. There were, there were plenty of projects that I took on that didn't go well. And I was happy I didn't tell anybody about them. So I, I tended to operate in that way. I would pick up projects. I would learn a new thing. It would take me just as long as it took me. I felt like a rebel. I felt like I was doing stuff in secret, which is kind of nice. Um, I did make sure nobody else was doing anything like it first. And then I, then I just worked until it worked. You know, I, I kept going. And whoever was in on it with me, we would just keep it a secret because we'd say, hey, I don't know if this is going to work. So let's keep it a secret until it's done. And then we'll open it up to people. We'll, we'll share with them our, our measure of success and see if it's going to be helpful for anyone else. So again, that's how you do it. You come up with your own extra projects. And as long as they succeed, then you share them with other people. And that's how you get the experience. That's how you get the exposure. That's how you get the visibility you write presentations about whatever succeeded, some new method or, or something like that. Write a presentation, make it shine, and you'll shine. So come up with your own extra projects and stop asking for permission unless you absolutely need it. This is management material, and that is how you'll be viewed as management material. I hope this helped. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to Management Material. If you like what you're listening to, please rate us on iTunes. I track those ratings like I tracked my GPA in college. And let me know what else you want to hear about. I'm an open book. I can't wait to see you in the next episode.